0: It's your boy Herb, and it's your girl Mo, and welcome to our soon to be world renowned podcast, Young Black, Black and, and Figured out. out. What up, though? How you feeling today?
1: Yo, I feel great. Mm-hmm. Another year, you know, mm-hmm. happy, healthy, Listen, thriving. Yo, <laughs> at
0: the time of this recording, you know we got to put this out. soon. it is our girl Money Mo birthday.
1: Thank you. How you feel? I feel lovely, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like restful, because you know the spring break for me. So mm-hmm. I ain't got no work. I've, mm-hmm. I've napped it up. When It worked out. I'm just a happy human.
0: Yeah. So what did you feel like you learned this year? Oh man, ooh, <laughs> what did you do for you?
1: I feel like you tricked me with this question because I didn't <laughs> see it coming. Um. Oh, what did I learn this year? Yeah. Like
0: what? Like what? What can you look back and say, man? Or do you feel like a different person? Let me ask you that.
1: You know, I think once I turned 30, Mm. I started to feel like a different person in the sense of I've come into my own, like who I am, my quirks, my everything that makes me unique or silly or special is a blessing, you know, it's something that everyone's like, oh yeah, that makes you, you. And I had to start embracing me.
0: And valuing that.
1: I would say I learned that. Being yourself and authentic is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, no mm-hmm. matter how uncomfortable you might feel in a space or yeah. nervous you might get, being yourself is actually the only way to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: love me. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. That's
0: good though. And I love that. I think that's so important too for people to hear because uh in so many different spaces it can be like you're trying to mold into whatever that space might demand mm-hmm. or seem to demand. Mm-hmm. But like nah, you gotta come as yourself. Right. You know, because if not, people are gonna miss the things that you bring. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. Thank you. That's dope. And by the way, we good to be. We happy to be back another week, and we really starting to creep into being an established <laughs> podcast out here. How that feel, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we really out here. Do you
1: ever like have to separate what's happening like from yourself just to. Ad, not admire but see it. Mm. Like sometimes I gotta step outside of it and be like, oh snap, we're doing a podcast.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you know I'm in it. I'm living yeah. my best, not thinking yeah. nothing about it. Be yeah. like, oh snap, we out here putting out content.
0: Yeah, and doing our thing. And people actually valuing that and vice versa. I feel like what mm-hmm. we're doing is actually because we value, you know, the community, the culture. Mm-hmm. And it's really not just about us. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it really is about um our people and yeah. the people. You feel know <laughs> me? But uh so put it out there too. Speaking of that, a uh, clubhouse will be coming soon. Be on the lookout. We have a mm-hmm. clubhouse event that's going to be amazing. That's going to be great. We'll give y'all info on that. And uh but yeah, before we jump into today's amazing topic, you know how we like to do. What yes. did you figure out this week? And then you can ask me the same thing. Of course, sir. Talk to us.
1: Um, I figured out that my reaction to my stress is a choice.
0: Mm, explain that. Dive into that, son.
1: It was a week. Yeah. It was a week full of great things. You know, what I mean, it wasn't like I had all these things that were terrible or things I didn't want to do. It was mm-hmm. like good stuff that I had to do and that I was looking forward to doing and handling and um, actually being invited places and having to like participate because I'm really good at staying home, right? I'm trying to get better at that.
0: Yeah, but um, stepping out a little bit.
1: Every day it was something and every day it was like a long day or yeah. a long night. Yeah. And so I... Push past my feelings because it's easy for me to feel like oh I'm overwhelmed mm. this is too much and run from it and mm. <laughs> procrastinate. Yeah. So I did I did what has been helping me especially this year is like task list yes just for the day yes like other things can be finished the yeah. next day because guess what it's not due till two three four days from now yeah I don't need to stress about it yet I love right?
0: that I love that I and love so like that. setting
1: time aside for like an hour or less just to handle certain things yep. has it propelled me to finish the week strong. Yeah, And then when it was done, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm relaxing that's now. Dope. It was that's great. Dope. There was nothing lingering. It was, it was mm-hmm. lovely.
0: Oh, that's dope. So you were to knock those things out because you uh, created space to be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. And then it took the, the pressure off you because, you know, okay, no, I'm actually going to create time tomorrow or the next day to do that other thing that might not be due for the next week or two. Right. Or I might not need to get to right now. Right. I love that. Thank okay. you. And cool. it also
1: <laughs> gave me time to sleep. I'll tell you about my eight hours. Yeah,
0: so (laughs) I wish. I need (laughs) them. I can't lie. I need uh, (laughs) them.
1: But yeah, same question. What did you figure out this week?
0: You know, I really did um, figure out this idea of like discipline or willpower Mm. is a finite thing. And it's really like like a bank account, you know, like you can put, like you only got so much in there. Mm -hmm. And the more and more you spend out, the less and less you have to actually spend out or to give, you Mm -hmm. know? So, right now, I got a, a goal sheet. It's like three different tasks that I was working on. And right. I had like a, a a certain number of days that I was doing it, right? So, those three different tasks, each of those requires willpower. Yeah. Like strong. Like one of them, for example, is I'm not trying to eat carbs at the 5 o'clock, right? Right. So... I'm doing that and two other things. And what I'm really understanding is, okay, the energy I'm spending to not eat carbs after five mm-hmm. is affecting the amount of energy I have to do these other two things or don't have because I'm already expending it in this one place. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't looking at it like that at first. I was looking at it as, okay, you know what? Um, I can do this, this, and this. And those aren't coming from the same source. Right. They really are, though. It's all just willpower, you know? Mm -hmm. And so now it's actually harder for me to do any of those Mm -hmm. because I'm spending so much willpower on all three of these things, Mm -hmm. you know? So I need to... Next time I do it, cause I cracked on that at after five. As a matter of fact, you seen it. You called me out like, "Yo, ain't croutons a car? <laughs> I did do you know facts, <laughs> yo. but uh, no. In reality, like I cracked, yo. I done had a brownie. <laughs> it was like nine o'clock. So, I'm like, yo, look, yo. I, it, it got we so have bad.
1: Some biscuits the other night
0: too? <laughs> but that's I had a, I had a pass that day, but I gave myself a pass. But no, it was crazy because it was to the point where I'm like, look. Because of the other two things I was holding strong on, mm-hmm. I was almost waiting till midnight to be like, "Yo, it's a different day. I can eat what I want to." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but nah, for real, no seriousness. But I'm a now that I'm learning that, I'm gonna apply. Like, okay, when I do these goals, I'm gonna tear these out. And mm-hmm. Have like a singular focus on it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, like I that.
1: small bite sized steps mm-hmm. to an extent, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't become too much. Yeah. At, at one time. Yeah, because yeah.
0: like if you know. I guess if we use the bank account analogy, mm-hmm. right? So if it's going to cost me $100 of energy, right, to pay off my willpower to not eat carbs after five, mm-hmm. and it costs $100 here for the next thing, $100 there. In our reality, I'd rather just put all my money and have a credit <laughs> on the one that's carbs <laughs> to where I'm like, I'm putting all my focus on that. Yeah. And now I'm a, I'm ahead of the game with that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then trying to spread it out over this. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to end up hitting none of them. You know what I'm not saying, so I would rather just do it that way. So I'm, yeah. I'm gonna switch that up. So it took me a while to actually have to learn that, yeah. but as I was doing this today, I'm like, nah, this is tough. <laughs> <Child> <laughs> so ever. yeah, so yeah, so now I learned that though. So I'm I'm, I'm figuring that out right now, That's and good. I'm typically, you know, I got a high standard on myself, yes. and I'm, people see me as very disciplined. But as I'm trying to do more and more and more, it's like nah. the... You know, if you chase two rabbits, you'll catch neither. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like, all right, I need to slow it down, have a singular focus, put all my energy on this because that willpower is really a source of something. Mm-hmm. You know, So that's what I learned.
1: I like that. You make readjustments for your standard of excellence.
0: 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because all these brownies at 9 o'clock ain't going to cut it, you know. <laughs> but, okay, yeah, listen, y'all. So this topic today, um, I'm not going to lie, it was inspired by something that was uh, – it's a little oh, it's a throwback, but it never gets old. Yes. And look, I fought this and fought this and fought this For because months. I just don't like. So here it is: we watched Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. So y'all know Hamilton came out, in, I don't even know when it might 16, sixteen, seventeen, mm-hmm. and I hadn't really seen the play, even though it came to Rochester, and I hadn't watched um, the movie. That's the recount of the play that I think was in New York City, mm-hmm. um, mainly because. I do not like musicals. Yeah. Like musicals, the death of me. So I went to go see Lion King in person one time and I liked everything but the song parts. I don't like musicals. Cats Slud. on Broadway. Why would you watch that?
1: Sorry. Nothing I wouldn't you. know because it's <laughs> a musical. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know? So she's been trying to get me to watch that. And I heard a couple of the songs because a few of my colleagues were swearing up and down by Hamilton. Oh, uh-huh. was hip hop and rap. Uh-huh. But. I didn't like it. And Mo has really been pressing me to watch it. So she finally convinced me. Yes. Finally convinced me. We said work, down. y'all. Um <laughs> Yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh how would you describe how you felt? What's your reaction to the play? Let's just start off with that.
1: The first time?
0: Yeah, well, matter of fact, <laughs> g- how about we get the context of what Hamilton is? Oh Let's my gosh. Because people may not have seen that.
1: Okay. For anyone who has not seen it, mm-hmm. Hamilton is a Broadway production mm-hmm. that was written. By Lynn Manuel Miranda. Okay. So he is amazing and his musicality is off the charts. So mm-hmm. he decided to make a play based off of the life of Alexander Hamilton, who was the treasurer, founding treasurer back in the day. And so he made it into like a hip opera you could Mm -hmm. say, because it's a lot of rap, it's a lot of beats, it's everything that, like, the hip-hop culture would do when it comes to music. He used a lot of rap rap artists, like, lines and certain things he put in there, just, like, little gems and nuggets. So good. And um, this was what, I think he started maybe in 2014 or so. Yeah. I remember he even performed for Obama back when Obama was in Mm -hmm. um, office and (laughs) said that this is what he's doing. And people really thought he was crazy. It's like, what? Yeah. who? Alexander Hamilton, yeah. like, who wants to see anything about the founding fathers right. in any sort of hip-hop type yeah, way? Yeah, And so it became a huge hit.
0: Because the story itself was, a, it was an amazing, dramatic story. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, I want to give it away for anybody who hasn't seen it, but it was just a great story. And the way he did it was because we all, we know for the majority of it back then, the main characters and main folks who were involved. Because this is, you know, real life people, Alexander Hamilton, Thomas mm-hmm. Jefferson was in there, mm-hmm. just Washington were white, yeah. right? He made this diverse, yeah, had people who were black, um biracial uh-huh. um Hispanic, you know uh-huh. Latinx, all of that right. was in there, and it was very um, don't forget the gender diversity in that too, because yes. we wouldn't have seen that back in the day, yeah, so we kind of switched that up and and made it this like beautiful display of diversity about uh-huh. a historical concept that really wasn't uh-huh. that though, yeah, you know? so
1: like all the music was very, very modern, and mm-hmm. then they made choices of like outfits so all the clothing was like colonial and back in the day Mm -hmm. however the hairstyles anything from the neck up is very modern and so you saw a lot of natural hair which is like alone a thing because it it spoke to me personally things like that
0: absolutely yeah and and I guess the thing with this for us watching this and this is what we're going to bring to you all today there's parts that stood out Mm -hmm. but um I would say more when it comes to watching things and like dissecting them we Almost are like, you know, like kids in candy stores, <laughs> yeah. like that student that's in the front of the class taking notes. Because even when we watched Black Panther when it oh, first came snap. out, we saw that three or four times, but we had notepads mm-hmm. it's <laughs> in like a, there it's like all taking notes, notes yeah. just to learn, uh, right? So, same thing with this, but it's one thing that stood out or a concept that stood out um, was this idea that history has its eyes on you, mm-hmm. you know, history He's trying has not to its sing it right.
1: I'm trying really hard, y'all. yeah,
0: yeah. Go ahead, hit him a little vocal. But but no, this idea that history has its eyes on you. And so before we, you know, let's just dive into that. Because that, mm-hmm. that is a concept that when I hear that, I think about um, legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about like, what does your legacy mean? Mm-hmm. Who are you? What are you leaving behind? Right. And not only that, though, I think when I hear history has, the way I interpret that is um, what you're doing right now. And I don't know if Alexander Hamilton and George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, I don't know if they knew like the impact that it was going to have mm-hmm. years and years and years later. Yeah. right? And not everybody's going to be on that grand of a scale, yeah. but what you're doing right now is going to have an impact, whether it's small, medium, or large. Mm-hmm. And so history is watching you. Mm-hmm. So that concept to me is no matter what you're doing, is history always has its eyes on you. You're mm-hmm. never doing something that won't affect something else. Mm-hmm. You're never doing something that's not being viewed or watched by this concept of history. Right. Like every decision we make, every, you know, thing that we don't do every opportunity we don't take or Mm -hmm. do take is going to affect history and your legacy in some way yeah you know
1: i love that i would say when we first heard that line it was washington saying it to hamilton right Mm -hmm. and as soon as i heard it i thought well this guy's representing george washington and all i could think is he's the first president Mm -hmm. that ever held that title in this country at any point was he thinking like Oh snap, like these poor decisions mm-hmm. <laughs> or the things that I regret, yeah. they will all know. Yeah. People will always think of my name and associate it, and then it clicked to like Aaron Burr, yeah. who, like he said, he's only known for having killed Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. You know, anybody who doesn't know the history, that's how Alexander Hamilton got killed yeah. was by Aaron Burr. But no one knows Aaron Burr for any of his accomplishments
0: yeah.
1: or anything he did. And a lot of it was his own poor choices. Like yeah. he got so wrapped up in comparing himself to other people yeah. or feeling like he should be here and there and all these people are doing these things that he made such terrible choices for himself. Yeah. And now history's eyes on him is just yeah. like, oh, ooh, you weren't such a good guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, how does that how does that affect me? Like, yeah. what a, what exactly am I doing? Mm-hmm. What legacy am I leaving behind? Yeah. How is this impact for like my future children or currently since I don't have any kids? Yeah. What is Everything I'm doing, how is it affecting my family members, my chosen family, mm. my friends? Yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. And it really made me, like, sit back. Yeah. Like, are we doing what we're supposed to be doing?
0: Yo, that's what it really hit me with as far as, like, my personal life. Because when I think of history or, like, legacy, I'm thinking of not just right now or the past. It's really, like, the future, too, mm-hmm. right? What am I going to be doing that's going to make an impact? And what kind of impact is that, mm-hmm. right? Because history is never going to forget uh, Hitler, Yeah. right, and people would say he's an effective leader, but that's a horrible person. That's yeah. a horrible legacy to leave. That right. is a – like, I don't want to be remembered for that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's making me think the – oh, and they said this in there too. Like, history is right now, today.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, today.
1: Like a second ago, what you just said? Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. You
0: know? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So it's that – that just watching that and thinking about how that attains to our personal lives on a yeah. regular. You know, it almost – Like, I guess for you, does that give you a – when you think about these things, Mm -hmm. does that give you a sense of, like, inspiration? Or does that that give you, like, ultimate or too much pressure?
1: Ooh, I think it goes in waves, right? So, like, when you just said that about Hitler – he was an amazing leader Mm. and he chose to use his skill set for like all the wrong things. But goodness gracious, if you take those things that you are so talented in and use it for the right thing, like make the right choice with them. Yeah. What grand greatness can you actually accomplish? Right. And so like, like you said, I, some days I'm like, Oh snap. This is too much. I don't want it. You've seen me. Mm-hmm. I've tried to run mm-hmm. many times. And then mm-hmm. there's other days, like, I got this. Yeah. I'm meant for, for this. This is where I need to be. And I think it's, it's difficult because sometimes it feels like a lot all at once. Or it feels like you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like everyone in one family is not meant to always do the same things. Right. Like, everyone is called for a different purpose sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes you feel like you're the lone one.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I don't want to be a lone wolf. Yeah. I want support. Yeah. But it's okay. And yeah. sometimes, how you said earlier, like, maybe you gave yourself three too many things to do. Yeah. And you need to focus on just one at a time. It's, like, the same thing, like, taking one task at a time yeah. so you don't take on too much at yeah. once. Because this is the right path, but you will easily discourage yourself if yeah. it's like, oh, gosh, I'm, it's too much. And that's what happens.
0: Absolutely. And I almost thought, about like, this, too, when I was watching it, is if, like, history has its eyes on you. Like someone's always watching. So if I had to live my life in a way that every day was going to be a page in a book, mm. and I knew my kids was going to read this book, I knew the world was going to read Ooh. this book, I know my, you know, what I'm saying my mm-hmm. family gonna read this book. How would I live my life mm. each day? You know what I'm saying? And that is, I don't, I can't say I try, but I can't say I do that every day. Yeah. You know, and that goes back to what you said earlier about authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, would I be? Would that be my character, you know, the the, the history herb, <laughs> you know? Would that be some somebody that I would they would be a look at and say, Yeah, like that's my dad, that's my granddad, that's my great granddad. And mm. this is in our family his- history, yeah. that was the legacy. Yeah. You know, am I it's me being myself that person. If not, I need to work on myself and change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh no, that's real. Yeah, so it, That was hitting me. I like that. That was hitting
1: me. And I'm mad you said that because now I'm thinking back, like, let me go back down the line because, you know, future is my choice. Mm. But the past is what I was Mm. birthed into, right? Yeah. The original Bonnet of Barbados, right? Mm. Name was Steed. Mm. Parents came from England, birthed him in Barbados. He chose to become a pirate. Mm. He is one of the worst pirates in history, right? Mm. And Mm. I'm looking back like, wow, what choice did you make, Mm. Steed? Like, I'm carrying your name now, you know, Mm. is how how I see it. Like, your legacy is still being led, and I'm praying that we've done better since. But he had a family he abandoned to be a pirate. Mm. Terrible at it, got caught, was set free, returned home to only choose to go back to do something that you failed Mm. at, right? Mm. That he had no skill set in. It was not for him. Yeah. And I think back sometimes, I'm like, one, when I learned that fact, I was like, that's, that was dumb. Like, mm. what were you thinking, Steed? Mm. Why would you do that? And how did you abandon your family? Yeah. But in my mind, it's like, Yo, you know what? Those are the things that will continue through patterns and that people don't necessarily notice. Mm-hmm. And when you know, it's like, you know what? I want to actively break that. Like, I don't I don't want to go into something that I know is not meant for me. Mm-hmm. And it's all telling me, like, no, this is not where you're supposed to go. So make a, make a change. Yeah. Make, al- alternate that. Like, yeah. change that up.
0: And no. what and what else like and what in our lives, if you think about, you know, history having its eyes on you, like mm-hmm. what happened in our generations, like to go back to our generational trauma conversation, like mm-hmm. what things have led to this, you know, have led to where we are right now in our history, you know? Mm-hmm. But that yeah, and then if we take it a step further about and going to being black in America, mm-hmm. right, and think about history and history having its eyes on you. There's this cause I often feel when you're somebody from an oppressed background, right? And yeah. your whole history our whole history is overcoming oppression. Uh-huh. You know, being like um African born in America. Like your whole history is overcoming oppression. Uh-huh. You think about like slavery, and then you go into after that the laws that led to, you know, the mass incarceration, the beginning of that. Uh-huh. Then you go into Jim Crow and segregation, like all these different things. And that's your entire history. So you get into this mindset that you have to, if you're somebody who is looking to be a leader or whatever it might be, that you're the person that has to go in free, figuratively, right, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. So I've always had this pressure on my shoulder, like, okay, I'm going to, a part of my history is going to be, quote, unquote, saving my family. and not okay. saying that my family needs saving, but it's like, yo, I'm trying to be the one that put everybody on, I'm yeah. trying to do this. If you're somebody who makes it into a space where you're successful and you're coming from, you know, being black in America, you're going to feel like that. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I want to be somebody who either, if I'm not putting on the people who are part of my media family, I'm going to be the one that's going to liberate my future family. Yeah. You know? And that's like just added weight that a lot of people, who, if you don't come from one of those cultures that's been oppressed, mm-hmm. that may not be in your mindset. Mm-hmm. You know? That you need to go free, figuratively, and sometimes literally, you know, your family.
1: True. True. You say that, and it made me think of the people who I've heard say, well, those gaps, right, where mm. we know about slavery. We know we came from Africa, mm-hmm. but we don't know where in Africa, you know, like what country specifically or what customs and tribes did we come from? You don't know any. of that. And those gaps, sometimes people struggle like, yeah. well, who am I and what what is my history? Like, what am I coming in with? Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is now like I have to make the choice to fix my future because right now is history history's being made right yeah. like you can't you don't know you don't know what weight you're bearing and so, yeah. so for some it's like a almost freeing and others it's almost like an extra burden yeah you know
0: yeah and that's almost like when I think about that in a way it's a good especially when like in black culture that is the idea that history having its eyes on you or you know the things that you're doing are creating you really are leaving this past and this legacy for whoever it might be I can imagine that inspires some of the people who we know mm-hmm. you know who we think about like that like MLK, I'm sure he was thinking. I mean, because that's all you really doing. Because uh-huh. <clears throat> them folks, they don't really have anything. Like, when I think about that. Uh-huh. Like, they all they can do, their inspiration is not necessarily for them. Right. It's for the next generation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I even think about some of the work that we are doing with young adults and young kids. It's like, you really are working to uh, – well, a part of me is has, does have some selfishness to it. Like, I want to, you know, I want to put myself on, too. <laughs> But you really are working to like the next folks. Yeah. Like right now, I work at a college, and my role as far as like diversity and inclusion work and working to create an environment that's better for the n- I might not benefit from that. Yeah, you know, but the next folks will. Uh-huh. And even if I don't articulate it every day, that's an added pressure uh-huh. of like what I what I have to do, you know. And I'm sure somebody like M.L.K. Malcolm X, you know. Coretta Scott King yeah. all the great folks you know Angela and and Maya Angelou like I'm sure they had that in their mind like yeah. I'm doing this for these right people right that's a culture that's a cultural pressure
1: yeah what they say a legacy is planting seeds that you'll never see grow oh that we heard that in Hamilton yeah, right yeah
0: that's tough mm-hmm. yeah how does that like how do you feel about that because a part of me wants to be like, nah, I want to, if I'm planting seeds, I want to reap the harvest too. <laughs> you <know? laughs> no, that's <fair. laughs> Look, For real.
1: Uh, it's, I don't know, it's like a double-edged sword, mm. you know? It's like I think about what I'm doing in my path and I recall always saying that, like, I wanted to go into counseling to help other people mm. because I remember when I was younger, not that no one was there to help me, I didn't mm. even know how to express what mm. I was dealing with, right? And I knew how to put on a happy face and push through. Mm. But, all my work is to help those who don't have that and like to see them flourish and i don't i actually struggle with putting myself in the narrative right mm. like i don't always think about well what benefit can i get from this that's not even yeah. close to my mindset yeah. and maybe part of that is like i've always felt like when you walk in your purpose those blessings come you don't really mm. need to stress to think about it because those doors open yeah. cuz this is exactly where you need to be yeah. so like let me just keep focus on why I'm here and who I'm here to help. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. How has that played out?
1: <laughs> when I don't get in my own way, <laughs> it's playing out great. You feel yeah. me? Yeah yeah,
0: yeah. 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 I see want to. I want to inspire like Hamilton was an amazing reminder for me, you know, and I fought watching that, <laughs> but you knew like me being somebody who was, you know, uh, my bachelor's, uh-huh. you know, all centered on history you know, somebody who enjoys that yes. study. And you told me like, yo, you going to like this. Months. Yo,
1: he put me through for months.
0: <laughs> trying not to watch this thing. Like, uh, uh, and it was, listen, it's like 95% musical. Like, oh, there's no breaks. The one break where it wasn't a musical. I was geeks. Like, oh, we got some regular conversation. <laughs> but no, nah, like that was just an amazing reminder of me. Of like, okay, mm-hmm. they really, because the things that they did really are lasting mm-hmm. right now. Forever. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what they're thinking at.
1: Right, good, better, yeah. and different. Yeah, it's lasted.
0: Yeah, and right. some of it is bad. Yeah, <laughs> but they didn't have maybe the foresight to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when they and we talked about this, like man, when you was doing this, the the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, they was loading a musket. That took <laughs> that thing took three minutes to shoot one shot. Yo. They wasn't thinking about <laughs> you know automatic weapons. Honestly. That's a tough one. I can't yeah. lie. Yeah. But in all seriousness, though, it's, it's man. I want to make as good, if not better decisions, mm-hmm. you know, and the only way I'm going to do that is if I'm thinking in that vein, mm-hmm. like history got his eyes on me, you yeah. know, and I'm trying to figure out a way to, like how do you think we can remind ourselves on a regular basis to really Ooh, do that? That's you know? a loaded question. Do you, do you remind yourself like other times or what reminds you?
1: That this isn't this is bigger only than about lies. me, right? Yeah. Like right? it's a legacy in a way. <sighs> I mean, it's a blessing that I work with children, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can see that impact right, like it's quick. They'll they'll show you, they'll say something that makes you feel like, Oh, what I'm doing matters. Mm-hmm. Like you see me, so at least something I've done will impact you for your future. But when it comes to like regular day or regular life, I actually think that's something I need to start figuring out.
0: Yeah, it's how to remind it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what you said you said that great about working with Young folks, because when you see people who are trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. it makes you think about that. You can't not, you yeah. know. And I love being a uh, – I coach basketball. So I love being a coach and every day having to 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 meet a standard. Because oh. I, I can't hold – for my personal integrity, I can't hold somebody to a standard I can't upkeep. Right. You know. So that's the way to inspire and reminds me. But I think oh. for all of us, you know, and that's something I would say to people who listen to this and think about it is that's just a daily reminder. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is bigger. Because it's so easy to get – um, is demotivated a word? Unmotivated? Unmotivated. It's so easy to not be motivated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now, in all seriousness, it's so easy to not be motivated. True. You know, but when you think about, okay, this is like, I'm really choosing. And the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. The smallest thing could be that for you. Yeah. You know? That's very true. It's so it's so easy to, to gloss over those. And I wouldn't want to find if I was to gloss over some of the words that we're gonna be living by in the Constitution.
1: Mm -hmm. They may not have
0: seen it that way, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, I wouldn't want that. The person who typing it out or doing the ink to the, because there wasn't no typing, who was dipping the (laughs) ink in there. Listen, I want you to get every word right. Yeah. Because that one switch could be, you -hmm. know, it's like, do we take our purpose that Mm serious? History got it has its eyes Mm -hmm. on you.
1: You know what? It's, it's almost like we have to remove the blinders, right? Mm -hmm. And keep our eyes wide open to Mm -hmm. recognize what is going on around us because you'll, you if you interact with people and like experience things, you start to learn way more, right? Yeah. And it, it expands your mindset and the things you think and how you see the world. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, like this is something I want to work on or I want to add to, or this will help others. Mm. Is mm. man, but if you stay very narrow no, focused on like this is my goal, this is what I need to do, yeah. you miss out.
0: Yeah, on you got to see yeah, the whole and a part of that too is um and they talked about this and Hamilton got a lot of gems y'all so we can keep, keep going on that. Hamilton. I'm yeah, with I, it. Yeah, I know. I was not with it, but now <laughs> I'm with it. But um is I think and there's a partial theme in the play. Mm-hmm. But we all have this idea I think sometimes that like uh time is infinite, especially when you're younger. <sighs> yeah. Like, we got this idea that time is infinite, mm-hmm. you know, and we almost are not appreciating value in the time. And mm-hmm. not to give away any spoilers, but to some of the people who were in that didn't have that time mm-hmm. for one reason or another, who were in the play. Yeah. And so it kind of put a fire under other folks to get things done. Yeah. You know, and, and one story I want to tell <clears throat> when I, uh, so I used to, this is me coming, you know, telling the truth right here. <laughs> so I used to process serve. People don't know who that is. That is, that is you going out and well, i'm not even gonna give the whole rundown You got to look that up <laughs> but a part of what i was doing in the process of serving right is i had to go into different um neighborhoods areas and deliver paperwork to people right mm-hmm. so this one time i had a, uh, and i tell my students the story too to get them fired up but it's one time i went to uh it was like a complex that was for senior citizens right and it was like as i was walking in, it was a bunch of older folks outside you know like mm-hmm. Depict how that would look and Some dominoes going on People yeah. outside busting jokes You know chilling. Nice. So I went in And I was coming out It was this older lady mm-hmm. And she was like Hey come talk to me For a minute And I was low key In a rush <laughs> And I'm like Let me go ahead and talk Because whenever I can sit And learn from people Who got wisdom I'm mm-hmm. going to do that for sure So we talking And she had asked me um, Just after like Two minutes into the conversation Like do you know What the strongest pain In the world is Oh I I'm do like, remember this story Yeah yes. I'm like I'm like What's I'm like, nah, like what? She like, you know, it's not physical, it's not mental, it's not emotional. She's like, you know what the strongest pain in the world is? I'm like, nah, what's the strongest pain in the world? She's like, regret. And she said the reason why is because regret is knowing you could have done something or should have done something mm-hmm. and knowing now you can never do anything about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the strongest pain in the world. And she went on to tell me this story about how she used to try to play, um, she wanted to play piano. And never did it. Mm. And to this day, he said she was a kid. To this day, she still thinks about that. Wow. You know, and she said, which I later heard this quote from somebody else, but she's like, you know where the richest place in the world is? I'm like, where? I'm like, all right, just like, what'd this lady get? <laughs> right? She's like, the cemetery. Ooh. It's like, because that's where all the dreams, the unwritten books, all the uncompleted goals, all those are in the cemetery. Mm and I'm thinking, wow. She like, so don't die with those, yo. Yo. You know? Listen. And when I think about that, it's like, yo, we don't almost don't think that way. You know? We it's, don't. A bunch of, it's a it's a bunch of unwritten books. Yeah. Uncompleted goals. Yeah. Words that should have been said that you can't say. Mm-hmm. That's dying with people. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just, like I said, watching that made me think about that. Like, wow. Time is finite. What you gonna do with the Fun. time we got here? You feel me? Fun. Yeah, it was tough
1: dang, that, that hit me. I can't, yeah. I can't even.
0: I'll be fired up.
1: Like, dang, how often are we wasting time? And, you know, we do it all the time. Mm. All the time. And
0: it becomes natural to do that.
1: Yeah. It's like the older you get, the more, like I think I heard someone say one time, you realize your years are shorter ahead of you than mm. they are behind you. Mm-hmm. So your perspective shifts mm-hmm. and the way you see things, and that's when those regrets come because you didn't take the opportunities at those points. You know, and then you try to like, You can see why sometimes generations ahead of us will Mm. push or feel like they're forcing Mm. things on us because they are living with those regrets, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. (sighs) And all you're going to have is history at the end and memories. Mm -hmm. You know, George Washington had a ton of influence and a ton of this, that, and the third, but now all that's left is his legacy and his history. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you really think about that, it's like all the things you're working for, what does it matter if you're not leaving behind a right legacy? Yeah, yeah. You know? Dang. yeah. So shout out to that. Shout out to that play. Yeah. I cannot lie. Hamilton. <laughs>
1: I won't sing it all, but you know. I
0: love it. Yo, anything else for the folks?
1: Man. <laughs> what
0: would you want to inspire them to do? What would you encourage folks to do, yo?
1: You know what? We hear it all the time, but truthfully, use your time wisely.
0: Yeah. Same. Listen, don't listen. Time is finite, uh-huh. 100%. And dive into that. History has its eyes on you. And you know what's true? You know what else is the truth? People might be listening to us (laughs) thinking, man, what in the (laughs) world are they talking about? But look, we might be right.
1: We might be wrong. But
0: at the end of the day, we just young, young, black, and and figured figured it out. out.